0: No No days off! No days off! No days, no days
1: This is the Off Day Podcast.
0: Give me a Boom!
1: <laughs> With Andy Hart. That's
0: a really interesting point. This yeah,
1: microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> no, I think I said that, Andy. <laughs> and Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal, man. Hannibal! Hannibal! It's Hannibal! It's it's Hannibal. Hannibal. It's it's Mr. Dot Commer on WEI.com.
2: We're back, another off-day podcast, week number three.
1: This is the ironic version of the podcast because today's a very busy work day at Gillette Stadium. The big Wednesday pre Bill tells you how great the opponent is. How long
2: did he go for today?
1: Uh, 23
2: minutes? But then like three and a half just on the Jets in his opening statement.
1: Oh yeah, he, they, I believe they call it filibustering, uh, told us how good they are at everything.
0: With uh, Adam... You know, I think he does a terrific job. Uh, Certainly, we've had a ton of problems playing against him in the past. He's very good. You know, Coach Williams does a great job. They're very aggressive on defense. They cause a lot of negative plays. You know, had the four turnovers against Buffalo. Um, You know, Coach Boyer on special teams. It's an excellent group there. They have a a lot of team speed. Bell... Crowder, two big additions offensively.
1: Sort of skipped over the fact that they're on their third quarterback, a guy they claimed off waivers after training camp from Miami. But he also went into how Adam Gase knows him better than anyone. Oh yeah. And if Adam trusts him, then I trust him.
0: Nobody knows the quarterback situation better than Coach Gase does.
1: Uh, because he was with him in Miami and he's... That's Luke more Falk than we're talking about. Yes. Luke Falk. Luke Falk, who you like by the way, right? No, no, no. You I don't. wrote a big story on Luke Falk at the Combine.
2: I did. I ago. wrote about how he's a huge Tom Brady fan and goes all the way down to the TB12 method.
1: Ugh. I don't know if it's working for him So he's one of those guys He's one of those guys Yeah, I um, we've seen some bad football played in the last week or so against the Patriots Really uh, bad I expect that to continue I do too, maybe
2: even worse, honestly Unless,
1: I, I pose this to you we were actually, we can behind the scenes We were sitting to get into this NFL Network room The security command was late opening the door for us So we were sitting there Production meeting in the hallway Just give it to Le'Veon Bell Like, Bill was very uh, praiseful of Le'Veon Bell That's legitimate
0: He's a very explosive player yeah, if it's there he'll hit it. If it's not, he does an excellent job of setting the blockers up and making the defenders commit and then finding space and going. He doesn't you don't see him running in the back of his blockers and running into a pile and things like that. He he makes guys commit and then he finds space and is able to get to it. He's he's an excellent player. And I
1: actually was watching the Browns game the other night after Trevor Simeon went down with the broken ankle or whatever it was, dislocated, broken. It was gross. It bent in a weird it looked way. Bad. Um and they ran the wildcat a couple times with Bell. Just to on Bell is the focal point of your offense. Give it to him 35 times. Right. You owe him 35 million dollars guaranteed. Just give him the damn ball. And Adam Gase, you're supposed to be an creative, offensive-minded
2: right? coach. Guru? Just give him the damn ball. Bill Just find him. a way.
1: Tom likes him? Yeah, do they really though? Yes, they do. You think they really like him? Yes. Why do they like it?
2: Cuz I go back, to, I don't know why, but I go back to the Miami game 2 years ago on Monday Night Football. Brady was on the field with with Adam Gase talking to him for twenty minutes before the game.
1: I gotta think that's like, a Peyton Manning thing, a connection with Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning to Gase, and then Gase right. to Brady somehow. But they there. like each other. Yeah, I don't know because no one else on earth seems to like Adam Gase. No, his old team, his new team, players they they seem to media like they sour on him pretty quickly. Correct. They also sour on Bill Belichick pretty quickly. Well, not as quickly because he actually wins. <laughs> Adam Gase, you can do your bug eyes, you can stare, you can answer things in a weird way if you win. You don't, so you can't. Um, what are we talking about? We'll get into the Jets in a, a little, little bit. A little far afield there very quickly. Yeah, we'll get into like the Jets
2: it. a little bit later on. I guess the, the big news with the Patriots is still Antonio Brown. What's even, new? Even though there hasn't really been
1: anything new. Can't say news without the word new, so what's new? He's on the field. Brittany Taylor met with the NFL for reportedly 10 hours. What does that mean? It means they took her seriously, I would say. That's the only thing right? I can really... They didn't from dismiss me. her after an hour. No, like, right. flippantly, oh, this lady's crazy, she's got nothing. Ten hours is a long time. Now, there's yeah. probably a lunch break in there somewhere, maybe like two hours. So it's really like eight hours. Yep. But I think the fact that they talked for that long... I'm not going to say it's bad for him, because I have no idea. But if it was bad, I think something would already came up. Well, maybe they're going to kind of piece it all together. Has he talked with them yet? We don't know. Has Probably Hollywood not. Brown talked with him yet? No. Okay. So I think if you're doing if, a good if, investigation... If Hollywood Brown
2: talks to him, do they really think that they're going to get anything out of you him? You just never know. you got to
1: ask the questions. I guess. Maybe you threaten him. You do like... I watch TV shows, and they put a little pressure on a guy, and he cracks under pressure, right? All right. Tom Cruise. Sure. They bring him in. Okay. Um, they, they haven't done that. In the end, I still believe nothing comes of it. Uh, I just... I, I don't see him... Word not- came out today that the Pittsburgh
2: DA is not going to look into the first two incidents no criminal charges there because it happened two years ago and that goes that's you can't look at anything beyond two years which i don't like that's a so, separate
1: podcast we can have we'll, I don't go, really understand we'll get our, our legal expert statute of limitations on relatively serious crimes sexual assault yeah and if you don't file charges within two years and everybody says these victims go through a lot of stress and anxiety well you now you can't do it that's a terrible legal system we save have, it for save, save it for saturday okay that can really be a real off day off day off day podcast um, but no Antonio Brown I thought Bill interestingly today Bill Belichick it's Wednesday I know you may be listening on Thursday or Friday but today Bill Belichick talked about the idea of adding plays and taking advantage of his skills and maybe the some only of the question things. about Antonio Brown by the way Yeah and it came later yeah, on in the, the press final question I thought it was interesting Bill was probably very happy with that I think he was t- Sure
0: there's things you can we can utilize him for or <laughs> Josh, or you know anybody else, it, it it's just a question of volume and again time and reps. So I mean, you can't put in twenty new plays, and you know when you have, I don't know, call it ninety plays in practice over the course of a week. I mean you can't put in twenty plays and expect to, you know, be able to rep those and get them right, and then do all the other things you have to do. So you have to be selective. You know what? If you want to put in something new, then you know how much time can you allocate to it? How much are you going to use it? How effective is it going to be?
1: Now he bumbled it all together and said you know these new guys will figure out their strengths and work with them with like new house and tackle eligible is that what we're talking about here
0: you know I'm sure each week we can you know add a little more with new players whether it be you know newhouse or uh, Corey or Antonio or Josh or
1: because I generally just assume you tell the offensive lineman to block. If it's a run play, block the way we tell you. If it's a pass play, block the way we tell you. We don't take advantage of your skills. Antonio Brown is an all-pro receiver who can line up anywhere on the field. Yeah. Okay? And I think they used his skills on Sunday. I don't think that they put in the plays and said, Philip Dorsett runs this route and you are too. Right. No. I mean, there's a certain... Now, it'll grow. For sure. As they get comfortable with him, he gets comfortable with them. I think that's almost as much a Brady-Brown thing as it is a McDaniels-Brown thing. It's it's more those two getting on the same page and strengths and how they like to do things. Because I do think, you know, we always think of Brady basically being domineering. Like, he's you know, your receiver comes in and he tells you exactly what the hell to do. Yep. These types of receivers, I think he's more open to
2: where do I, I like? do I do this. Where do you like, like it? This, yeah. Oh,
1: when you run that comeback, do you like the ball eye high, chest high? Do you want it low into the pull outside? Pull it down to a player like Antonio right. Brown. So I think there will be that process. Um, what did you think of his
2: overall performance? I don't know if you watched the All-22s and re some did. of the plays. I watched some of it. I actually rewatched a lot of and what'd well, you think? They weren't on the same page at the end. They shouldn't be. But it was like clear. But that was clear the first time. See, that's why I don't watch replays. I see it the first time. Why do I need to watch it? Well, play? I saw for myself that Brady's, it was, one of them was definitely Brady's fault, under threw the ball in the end zone. Yeah, right, I, I think had... that
1: was just a piss poor throw. Right. I don't even think that's the same page. I think that's just one where Brady's, a like, few you know other... how he says I'd like to have it back? He'd, He'd like to have that very throwback. A
2: few others caught my eye. Don't want to read into it because he only played 24 snaps. Some of those run plays, he wasn't exactly blocking like some other Patriots receivers block. Oh,
1: we're going down that road now. Oh, he's a diva receiver. He doesn't block. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to get into it. I've always said. It's only one game. I want a pass rusher who takes plays off because he's so goddamn good he can take plays off. If Antonio Brown is going to catch, I don't know, seven passes for 180 yards and two touchdowns. He can take off a few running plays? Take the damn running play off. I don't care. You know who else I saw take off a running play if you want to get into replays? Josh Julian Gordon. Edelman. Ooh. Julian Edelman did literally did not move on a short yardage running play to his side where he was lined up in the slot. Now, is his guy going to make the tackle? Generally, no, but at least move. He literally didn't move his feet. Didn't move. So, it happens. They all take plays off at various times. I want guys that are so good they can take plays off. Antonio Brown, I think, in this offense with this quarterback, could be so good he takes plays off. Now, relating to the Is he worth the trouble, by the way? That was my column this week on com. I don't promotion. think so. I said this at the beginning. No, he's not. I do. And I think they are more convinced now that he's worth the trouble. Of course. After a little sampling. little appetizer yeah. sampling they got in Miami. I think Brady's all in. I think Belichick's all in. And I think but Tom Brady is back to saying he wants to basically kill people. We get the ball. We're supposed to move down the field and score. There were all the questions about why he was in the game late against. Because we're supposed to score. He wants to score every time he touches do you the think, ball.
2: Do you think Tom Brady likes Antonio Brown having him on his team? Yes, with everything that comes with it. I'm not, I'm not yes. talking about Sundays between 1 and 4. Dirty
1: little secret, Tom Brady wants to throw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns and score 40-plus points every week. That's you think what he, he wants to do. Do you think
2: he enjoys being 42 years old and coaching up another player into the offense You know, yes. at Week 2? He enjoys, enjoys that? It?
1: Maybe not, but is he going to enjoy the Does he enjoy, of his labor?
2: Does he enjoy all the questions that come with Antonio Does anybody
1: Brown? enjoy running? No. Okay, do you feel better after you ran? Usually. Okay, that's what Brady's doing. He knows he's going to feel good when he's throwing a lot of passes to Antonio Brown. Because remember, he's coming to the end. We can deny it. He's coming to the end. Now, God forbid he hits the free agent market next spring, which is way ahead. Tom Brady I'm talking about. Yes. If he hits the free agent market, say he hits the free agent market with 5,000 passing yards. And let's we won't go 50, we so should say 45 touchdowns. That is unprecedented. A GOAT? hitting the market off a silly season. By the way, he might be the MVP if he has those numbers. Or if like, he, that's or what he wants. Or
2: you can listen to some people that say if they go 16 and 0, he retires.
1: Okay, they might. By the way, I think he likes 16 and 0. I think he loves putting up numbers. I think that's a dirty little secret. I think he is cast as this guy that would much rather win than put up numbers, and I agree. Didn't Joshua Daniels say he's fine with hanging the ball 37 off? times? Yeah. yeah, I think he's okay with that. But he'd rather win and put up numbers. Of course, anyone anyway. much rather he's no, he doesn't want to just be the uh, game manager or one of those guys. I don't think he wants to be that anymore. And I think so that's why he's embracing relating to Brown. the whole offense. We can probably ass- we
2: can assume that he's Antonio Brown's the number one option.
1: I don't think "assume" is the right word there. He is. is it's a fact? Edelman's number two. You know, in Spanish, you have the two verbs. There's the temporary verb "ser" and "estar." Yeah. He es el número uno no está. Right now. See, so we could, might have bilingual listeners. They can let me know they if I f- nailed the hell out of that. Let us know, please. <laughs> um, who's number three? Number th- Josh Gordon. Ahead of Dorset? Dorset. I told you this the other day in an uh, audio quality questionable podcast that we did. I um, thought it was fine. Okay. Um, I think he's, he's sliding into that Jabbar Gaffney role, that trusted but not frequent. You know, it might not come till the third quarter. It might be third and 11, and I need a play. But he is finding that, and I like him in that role. We've proven he can't be more than that. He really can't. Other than the Steelers game, which was certainly an aberration based on his career. He's better in that role where it's a couple catches that are key plays. Because when you feed him, it's just feeding him for six yards a catch. You, nothing comes of it. So I actually like the role he's falling into. I think Is he okay with it, though? Yeah, I think he is. I do, too. What is he going to have, like the year five well, jump? There was a... Story
2: by Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal yesterday. I don't subscribe. He said that Philip Dorsett
1: should request a trade. Yeah, I don't understand that. Why? I don't either. And who wants to trade for Philip Dorsett? He also re-signed him. Right. Where's this huge market for Philip Dorsett? He was a free agent. Is he Jalen Ramsey? Is he right. Jamal Adams? Is he one of these guys that actually has all pro cachet? He's probably better off doing this in his
2: role right now. Yes. Putting up good numbers. And then he, going to a free agent. I think he only signed a one-year deal, right?
1: Or staying. If Brady True. stays... Maybe Gordon is gone And Brown are gone And Brady goes Well you're not taking everybody I want Phil Because right. he likes Philip Gunnstein. He does He loves him and So and yeah, I, you're I, I better do too off We, we all do Well you do I don't You don't like him he's I love a, him as a guy Right I think it He's a guy you want to succeed on the field He's a nice guy off the field And on the field he's just a guy I wouldn't say that. I, think I he's, know you wouldn't. You love him. He's emerging into a guy. He,
2: he's made 23 oh, straight catches the in the regular receiver, season.
1: He's actually contributing.
2: How many players in the NFL can say that they've caught the last Who 23 passes?
1: Ass. That's an SID statistic 23 straight passes? SID. 23 is a lot. I know lot. the number. You don't have to keep saying it. It's a lot. It's irrelevant.
2: It's not irrelevant. You know what is more impressive?
1: What the plays he actually made against the Steelers, the third down catch against the Dolphins. I don't care if there's any incompletions in between. He made plays; those are valuable. All right. I know we're we're arguing, and we we basically
2: agree that Phil Thorsett is best served.
1: No, he's best. Then how do we agree? He's best served in his role as the number four receiver. Yes, he's a complimentary guy. That's what he is. If you need him to step up because somebody's hurt maybe for a week, he might even give you but that. But not for,
2: like, an extended But
1: if he's of one time. of your top couple, you're in trouble.
2: Probably right.
1: Okay. Elsewhere,
2: the kicker. Stephen Guskowski missed three kicks. Trace. For the first time in his NFL career.
1: One field goal, two PATs. What else does he have for the first time in his career? I don't know. What does he have? A holder named Jake Bailey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the first time Jake Bailey's held for him. Is Bill Belichick. This week, I thought, was very interesting and, and and strangely consistent. He did a conference call on Monday with the local media, and then in the afternoon did WEEI Radio, great station. Listen if you're in the Boston area. Stream it online if you can. Even if you're, even if you're at your house. Yes, even if you're at your house. Say, hey, Alexa. There's a certain way you have to say it, but Alexa will play it for you. Um, but strangely consistent. We all know that that's an operation. It's not just one person, field goal. But the most important person in that operation is Steven Gostowski. He said that repetitively. Um, So your read on it is that he's throwing Jake Bailey under the bus? No, I think actually he's defending Bailey in a way by saying it is an operation, but the kicker's got to make the kick. That's how you were at it? Because I didn't see anything. Maybe you watched the All-22 and I, all I, the angles I, 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 I didn't break down the kicks. But I don't believe there was anything that showed that this was a horrific one like in the preseason where it was straight laces but right maybe the foot.
2: Maybe the timing was off a little bit with Bailey. See, I took Bill's... Right, but the kicker has to make it. I know, It's but, not going to be perfect every I know, time. But I took Bill's comment as, let's let's not put it all on Stephen Guskowski.
1: I think it, it was... Listen, they all play a factor, but the kicker's got to make the effing kick. But I could have b- said the real word there, huh? You could have. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to... I don't feel the need.
2: But then, why didn't why didn't if, if Bill really thought it was
1: Guskowski's issue? Because if you really call him out, you could lose him. Why don't Why don't we have any kickers in for workouts? Because there's no kickers that are better than him. That's the reality. There aren't. You don't know unless I you bring do. anybody in. I've seen team after team struggle to find. How old kickers. is Stephen Guskowski? I have no idea. Thirty-five. Okay, he's old, so he's done. You could make the argument. Do that you think? Are you making the argument? Don't give me you could. Are you making the argument that he's done? No, I'm not Okay, so then you don't bring I'm in a I'm just playing devil's F Because he Bill Belichick, like I Probably know that Stephen Kostowski You need to massage his confidence at times Strangely for a guy That's as good
2: as he is Correct
1: um, And knows he could lose him And you don't want to lose him You know why? Because you can't do better right now But it is something that needs to be monitored Because Yeah, you monitor it But you could You could do much worse the Browns, the Bears, these teams that were having, like, open tryouts with seven guys trying to kick one kick from 40 yards, and you could eliminate, like, five of them right away because they couldn't kick it? There's not enough kickers. Uh, There's not. I know. Thank you. You have one of the better, more consistent, off, more proven off, kickers. Off topic,
2: while they are talking about kickers, why is it Ryan Allen caught on with the
1: team? Uh,
2: Dirty little secret? Not that good. The Texans uh, switched punters this week. Ryan well, you know Allen my, wasn't one.
1: my theory on he's a situational punter. And a lot of teams go, wait a minute, we're not Brady. It's, we don't always punt from midfield when we punt at all. We need a guy that we can boom the 25. ball in James' I need position. to flip the field. This guy doesn't flip the field. That's my dirty little theory. No idea. So why don't, and the Rams I have, need like the Hacker. Rams have I need Johnny. Hacker to get hurt, and if he, if Brian Allen tries out, we'll say, oh yeah, okay, see, that's why. All right. Anything else on Gus Kelsey? No, I think it's worth watching. Yeah. If this turns into like a streak where he misses like, you know, seven of eight kicks or some silly number starts to pile up, then you gotta make a decision. And but they
2: can get away can with it now because these games coming up really aren't gonna be competitive. Because their
1: opposition sucks and they're up 30 all the time.
2: Jets. I'm sorry. The Jets. Yes. The Bills. The Redskins. I thought it was the Jets after the Bills. No, I, I screwed that up. I realized yeah. that this morning.
1: Luckily, our uh, Twitter editor who likes to tweet out mistakes on our website never caught on.
2: Nope. Um, Jets. So let's just. I'm gonna go through it for my own sake. Okay. They play the Jets. I'm gonna take a nap. The Bills. The Redskins,
1: the Giants, then the Jets. Are any of those teams good? No. Exactly. A lot of young quarterbacks there who suck. If any of those games comes down to a Steven Gostowski kick, it's not his fault. It means the defense, the offense, or something else has run amok. Really bad, yes. Because you should control those games.
2: The only game that might be a little eh is in Buffalo. Why? Why? Because they're 3-0. They, they have Josh confidence. Josh
1: Allen will throw to the Patriots more than he'll throw to the Bills. You're probably right. Okay, thank you. But there has been a few occasions. Okay, so let's move on. Gostowski's the kicker. You can't do any better. You monitor to make sure this doesn't become a okay. snowballing
2: yeah. thing. The other thing, big topic with the team, Isaiah Wynn plays on Inns reserve on Tuesday. Yep. Um,
1: I don't know. It's all hitting the fan on the line.
2: But there's... There's not like a guy that they have that they can just say he's his replacement. Like we, Marshall Newhouse, taking... is he though? I don't know. He was
1: last week. Well, after right. they tried to not have him be that, Cunningham right. came in first, and then they moved. So, him. so my theory, pretty sure it's not Cunningham. He didn't look very good. No, he didn't. Plus, you need him at right tackle until Cannon comes back, which I think is next this coming week. I don't know about that. Well I've... I've fallen victim to that thing before with Marcus Cannon. He he plays this game where he seems like he's like close. For an extended period, yes. But he was on the
2: field. He traveled to Miami and took part in a pregame workout. That's usually a sign that he's close to playing.
1: We'll see. I bet you he doesn't play this week. i bet you You don't need him. I'll bet you a slice of pizza next Wednesday. You don't need him. Well, you could use him. Your line is falling apart.
2: My theory is, that aside, I think Joe Tooney's your left tackle. This week? Moving forward. You're making that prediction? Yes.
1: I'm not making that prediction.
2: I'm making that prediction. Who's Who's
1: playing left guard?
2: The guy they brought in yesterday—I can't pronounce his last name. Caleb.
1: Oh, Beninok? Yeah, he. It's weird, based on the pronunciation, you say the "n" twice. Right.
2: I don't know if it's even right. He started 16 games last year with Tampa Bay at right guard, so he's an interior lineman. Does have some versatility, but he's mostly an interior yeah. lineman. Why did you bring him in yesterday?
1: Because you don't have any depth.
2: You kind of have depth more on the inside than the outside. Well, not
1: really. Which is why well, I think there's Ference is on the team, right?
2: Uh, last That's time I not checked. Depth.
1: <laughs> he's around. I know, but I, I don't really understand why, other than the Ferentz uh, Belichick family connection. Are they, like, bank. giving each other money on the side? Uh, some, I don't know, with golden parachutes, watches, something. I, I, I've never understood that. But I like, like him. He's a really nice so guy. So,
2: you don't think that Joe Tooney could play left tackle?
1: Oh, I think he could. But we do you think they would? Some. Right. Do you think they do it? But is he better than Marshall Newhouse? And is your yes. line with Tooney yes. and Beninock Yes, Yes. I don't know that. That's How a, could you possibly
2: know that? Because he, you can't. I, so I, look, I take that I back. Look, no, I look at Benenak. or ever say his name compared to Cordy Cunningham and Marshall Newhouse, and he's What's wrong with Marshall Newhouse. He's going to start. I didn't think he was that good on Sunday. Okay, I think he you, was
1: thrown right out there. He didn't even know the game plan or the, the playbook. Sure, but I think you look at who you have. He was okay on Sunday. He gets no headlines. Antonio Brown just okay, and everybody's praising him. That's what happens, how you people are. That's it's what happens when you're in the offensive tackle. Watch the football. Woo-hoo. No, No, I think they look at, at Beninok as being the best. You know who wasn't very good on Sunday? Who? Shaq Mason. The second game in a row wasn't good. If our best lineman isn't good, how are we going to tell these other guys we need more from you? You just look at his track record and Clearly, say he's, oh, he's going to turn it around. I thought what happened last week, last month, last year didn't matter. So what? Do you watch think watch. you should bench Joe no. Shaq uh, Mason? No, oh, that'd be dumb. <laughs> right. So I. I you already well, got three spots you're filling, guys. So my guys in.
2: prediction is that they move Joe Tooney to left tackle.
1: I like your effort. I, I don't know if I buy into the whole story because now I have new players at four out of five positions. Instead of three out of five. Because he's an unknown. At left tackle, Joe Tooney's an unknown. At left guard, he's a known. Okay. So now you have an unknown at 80% of your offensive line. As for opposed a legendary to what? line coach who looks for as much continuity as possible. I think Tooney stays at left guard, Mason stays at right guard because what does that also do? It allows those guys to at least be factors in all the new guys. They can help Karras to the inside, and they can help name the tackle here on the outside, right? Okay. So I think they stay. I think it goes Newhouse, Tooney, Karras, Mason, and then you think Cannon. I don't think Cannon this week. I think Cannon goes another week, and so that means probably Cunningham, but maybe Beninok. Okay, yeah. He does have some tackle experience. But to my point, Joe Tooney is your best offensive lineman. Yes. Well, not necessarily. Bill Belichick said it yesterday. Most versatile. First. Not best. I think they believe Shaq Mason's their best. Not the last couple of weeks. Well, I don't know about the last couple but weeks. But. What pro football focus said.
2: I don't know. I, don't, I don't care either.
1: But I think Joe Tooney, what's
2: the most important position on the offensive line? Left tackle. Right. So you go with your
1: best, in my opinion, and Joe Tooney. How do you know he's your best? Look at the names. You can pronounce them. Marshall Newhouse has started left tackle in the National Football League. Sure. Even your other guy, Benernock. Right. He started right guard. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. I, I don't know. I, I just I just don't see. Okay, it, with I like it We'll, we'll monitor. It. I look forward to Sunday night after the Jets. So, yep. Probably about forty-two to six Patriots victory. We'll talk about the offensive line makeup. Yes. More we will. importantly, at what point do we overtrust Dante Scarnecchia? Have we reached that point already? Because almost everywhere else, if you said I have a new center, a new left tackle, a new right tackle, people are like, "Holy crap." And which is what I kind of wrote for the website today. I like plugging my own columns on here. Yeah, you do that a lot. Um, You you should try it sometime. Maybe you should write a column for Thursday. (laughs) Got any ideas? Nope. Um, But, what was my point? Oh, oh, because this could... Everybody, I think, is just sort of whistling past this graveyard. Oh, the Antonio Browns here. The offense looks good. They're scoring a lot of points. The defense scores points. We have seen good teams, maybe not as good as this one, but good teams be derailed by the offensive line. Injuries and guys moving around... And let's not also forget, and I, I wrote this on the website. You did? I did. Um, this isn't just injuries and backups sliding in. These backups are coming off the street. The oldest one basically arrived at cuts. Yeah. The most, like, experienced. I one. think Belichick noted on one of the
2: conference calls that the guys that st- played tackle on Sunday had a combined 11 practices.
1: Right. So this isn't even, I'd feel differently if Dante Skarnecchia had this like, If this was like Rage and Waddle sliding in for Isaiah right. Wynn. Then I'd say, well, Scar picked this guy. He's worked for him for two years. He decided he's his swing tackle. He's confident in him. I, For all I know, Scar says, you know, Bill, when I told you to trade for these guys because I thought they were good. They're not. Well, you know, I could be wrong, too, sometimes. Well, that's what happened with Russ Bodine. He right. was gone after a week. So I, I just think this is getting a little underplayed, and mostly because there's Dante Skarnecchia. Well, yeah, because they're winning. Well, yeah. That's typical. People like you, scoreboard people, once they finally lose, they'll say, oh, the line sucked.
2: Well, I, I did think something should be mentioned. You know, prior
1: planning prevents piss-poor performance. I heard that a few times.
2: But the general, uh, when, when you look at the box score from Sunday, or just the scores, when they won 43 to nothing, whatever it was. Yes, the offense wasn't that great. Nope. They got two defensive scores. What was the score
1: early on? 13-0? 13, 13 nothing?
2: Nothing for a long time. Yeah. And the offense wasn't really moving the ball. Not like Lamar Jackson did. Not that. So the first drive was good. They scored a touchdown. Yes. That. But then they sort of hit a wall.
1: Yep. And what happens when so you... So what are you play? saying? The offense is overrated?
2: Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, it. It's not overrated as a whole, but I think everyone looks at what happened on Sunday and says everything's great when it's really not. Right. Not, you, not as great as what people said.
1: 13 points came via the defense, not via, directly right. via the defense. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's something to that's, that. But that's probably why they're out throwing the ball up
2: 30-something points with four minutes well, left what, in the
1: game. Well, some of that was ahead to finish 60-minute game. I think a lot of it actually that was. That was stupid, too.
2: Yes, I agree.
1: Stupid. Just because Bill says we're going to play 60 minutes, do we think anyone's going to not listen to him next week if he pulls Brady with five minutes to play? Right. No. Right. They're going to still listen to you, Bill. You're still the greatest of all time. You still have your six Super Bowl rings. You have all the cachet. You have the scowl. You make them scared. They could be cut. You don't need to finish your little slogan for the week. I, I still think that was a terrible idea. Nothing right. happened, but not only are you throwing, you're throwing to Edelman and, and Burkhead. And With set, tackles like, who are brand new. Right. like They're all and Could be hurt. And, oh, football players play football. Yeah, okay. Tell me about that when you're in Pittsburgh or... Uh, New Orleans or New York or all the other places where their quarterback is already gone. Stupid. Okay, what do you got? Do you think the Jets give do they have any chance winning this game? Uh, We didn't talk about the trade with the Jets. We can talk about that in a minute. Um, Do they have a chance now? Who has, who? What's the n- 21 and, a half, I, 20 think and a, half? I think
2: I've seen it's up to like 22 or 23. Holy crap, holy. It's a big line.
1: I'm almost thinking take the points. Well, I said that last it's week. So well, that, that was done. I told you that was done last week. This, this week, it doesn't not feel quite as bad. Why? Dumb. I think, A, the Jets are playing. The Dolphins are a debacle. Absolute debacle. I they, hope B Flo keeps his job long enough to reap the benefits of this teardown. Because he's tearing it down, and I think somebody else is going to be
2: It's just to build it it's up. It was bad to watch just the effort level. Yeah. Like, and even against the Ravens, just as soon as they went down, it was all over. The, no matter who is that quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick
1: or Josh Rosen, no chance at no. all. And they suck too, so
0: backs, uh,
2: right. they, suck. <laughs> they have running
1: backs ducking on screen pass. They suck. the receiver. Who was the receiver down the right sideline? Which one of the worst drops you're ever going to see? Rosen dropped it in his freaking bread basket and he dropped it. But I think the Jets are still playing, and they have players: Leonard Williams, Quinn and Williams, um, Jamal, Adams, just, Jamal Adams. Whether, he's, whether he's
2: following them on social media or not, he's still
1: going to try to kill people over the middle. Of, he will try to kill uh, Antonio Brown and Julian That's what he does. Like. I love him. I think he is a phenomenal football player. He rides the line between dirty and over-physical and all that, but I'll take it. He's a great player. Um, And then offensively, they have some guys. Robbie Anderson can, if J.C. Jackson falls asleep or Jason McCourty falls asleep and he gets behind him, he He can can hit big plays. Who's
2: throwing the ball to him?
1: Uh, Falk. He sucks. Yeah, but if if Adam Gase trusts him, then I trust him. I'm like, Bill, if he's good enough for Adam, he's good enough for me. And you like him because he does a TV-12 now. I don't like it. He'll him. probably be an all-time I, I, like, I wrote a oh my story. God, He probably will be. He, he uh-huh. will be. You think he had a shake before the game? Oh, did he stretch on the sideline? I should do that now. I'm going to apply Get pliable over here. That's exactly who Luke Falk is. But you, you could just hand it 40 times to Le'Veon Bell and throw it to him. That's 10.
2: probably your best chance of winning the game. Take control take, the game. Take, take, take make some time it off the clock. Don't
1: turn it over. Yeah. If you turn it over, you're porked, By the way. Which they probably are. Yeah, they probably are. But I just when you go up. Above three touchdowns that's and the points, big, big. Unless line. it's homecoming weekend in college, like that's too big. So maybe I'll regret it. I just what you said. They get a kicker missing kicks. They got um, an offense that was a little stagnant early on. Needed the jump start of the defense to kind of really start the momentum rolling in that game. Twenty-two points. If it's up there, that's a lot of points. I would take the points.
2: so what happens when they go out and score on their first three drives. And oh, then I'll three. regret
1: taking the points. I'm not actually going to do it. I don't gamble. <laughs>
2: Unlike like another host on our stage, New York. Well, another
1: version of our podcast, which people get. Pissed oh yes, about. yeah. So the off so, podcast, so, so there you Money go. There you go. Payday. John Anderson, Chris Shine, Andy Hart is taking the points. Well, Shine, he's apparently good on Dale and Keith, and then he's terrible on the podcast. And on Dale and Keith, all he does is keep giving up the same picks week after week. Yeah, a little inside radio. Yep, little inside radio. Um, you went to practice today. Who was missing? Your guy, James Devlin. I don't like it. Why? I like him. <laughs> I know. Um, he left the game, or I don't know, did he ever leave the game? It's hard to tell with well, him. Well, define leave the game. Went yeah. to the bench with the he, medical staff. He went into that blue pop-up tent. Right. But
2: then... Came back came right back. away.
1: Didn't miss any time. Uh, well, he got blown up on... Um, he had a run where he got blown up by two guys. They just left... I mean, I like James Devlin as much as anyone, but whatever the play call is to leave two guys unblocked directly in They're front probably of Probably not good. Not great. Not great at all. Um... But I also think it's typical fullback. Like, you may have a, an injury or something, but you play through it, and then you miss One of those tough things. guys. Yeah. Lunch pail guy. Um, I don't, I,
2: know I, I don't think it means all that much today. I mean, the running
1: game's not uh, exactly but
2: clicking. No, I'm saying, if he's out, not out there Thursday and Friday, then, you know, we're running issue. Although, to be fair,
1: they needed him at the end of last year because they had no receivers. Now we're back to they have plenty of receivers. Bill spent a lot of time talking about it in his Wednesday press conference, where you can go four receiver sets with one running back or even three receivers in the two running backs with Burkhead and White, and you basically have five pass catchers out there. That right. To me, that's going to become their base offense. The tight ends, the fullback, even maybe Sony Michelle, the base backs, I think those could all become like complementary weapons. I think they're going to be a spread-em and shred-em team soon. Probably. Once all these guys are on the same page. Yeah, we talked about
2: last year how they, defined, they figured out that their strength was the running game. I think this year they're going to figure out that their strength
1: is the passing game. Yes, no doubt. Because Brady wants it to be, because they want to get back to that. I also think, dirty little secret, Josh McDaniels wants it to be. Who wouldn't? Do you think an offensive corner loves calling
2: dive plays up the middle?
1: I kind of like the triple option, but I guess that's a different podcast for a different day. I like to run the ball. You ever watch those games? Like Georgia Tech? Is it Georgia Tech? Yeah. Yeah. Navy. When they run the ball and they have like one pass for two yards the entire game. Do you like those games? I think that's fun. When you watch the triple every, option every it's once well in it's well run, yeah. it is sick. Every they once in a while. They embarrass people. Defensive ends, outside linebackers, but I couldn't But wa- I couldn't watch it every week. Well, I guess you don't like football. I guess not. Uh, uh, what else you got?
2: I don't really have much. I mean, this game's going uh, right. to be terrible. What
1: if it isn't? Then the Patriots might have an issue. So you're thinking of working on a column you told me about when the Patriots will actually be challenged. Yes. So you're one of those. who are just going to look to week nine or whatever it is. I, you'd probably be on that. Because they do have a tough stretch. I think the 16 Define are tough. tough. Um, pretty good NFL teams that they have to play. Who, the Eagles? Yeah. And, and they have a bye week. Or, sorry, the Ravens. And then they have a bye week and then they right. play the Eagles. I'm not saying they're all great. And I think they will probably be favored in every one of the games. No question. But they're losable, quote-unquote, oh, games. Oh, yeah. I'm not one of those. This lo- is not I, losable. I, if no, you lose this... You fell on your face, or you crapped yourself, or Brady got hurt, or something happened. Something, something went Jets horribly. The cannot wrong. come to Gillette Stadium and just play a regular game and beat you. Something no. went horribly wrong, as you right. said. And I'm not one of these guys
2: that thinks the Patriots are going 16 and 0. I just I don't think they're going to lose a game along the way. Is, are they going to go 14 and two, 13 and three? Probably. Certainly looks more likely. Is than the AFC else. Championship game going to be here at Gillette Stadium? Probably.
1: Certainly. Well, what if the Chiefs trade for uh, Jalen Ramsey?
2: Okay, then it comes down to who. No, I still think they have because they play in a tougher division.
1: That's true. They yeah. play the Chargers at least, right? And twice. they actually have a tough schedule. If you yeah. looked at the Chiefs' schedule? I have not. Um, they have like Viking. Like they have a even group this of week they play, play the Ravens. Contenders yeah. that they play that they could. They got some losable games along the way. They've already got injuries. Their best player Tyrese. now. This injury thing, by the way, right, across the league. I believe in these things. They they come in clumps or bunches or whatever. I think this is going to be an injury year. So you so, think more big names are going to get hurt this well, week? And I would be concerned if I were the Patriots because I think in these injury years, that's when some team sneaks in because they get hot late November, December, and all the other you know good teams, marquee teams are already banged up and don't win it. I'd be worried being the front runner in this year with all these injuries. It's so a weird thing, but I'm just, but, so, but I don't get your point. You're predicting someone the Patriots is going to get hurt. Yes, probably. Okay. Yes, I'll jot that down. Yeah, I'm just saying it happens. It's weird years. You never get a feel for that, like this season has like a theme and the theme is going to be X. All the old quarterbacks are already hurt, correct? Yeah. Except for one, correct? Correct. People won't like what I'm
2: doing. But he's the only one that actually like does the TB12
1: method and all that stuff, so he's good. So if he didn't do this cockamamie TB12 method, he'd already be hurt? Yeah. No.
2: He prevents injuries, you know It doesn't,
1: actually. Didn't you know that? It doesn't.
2: I was told he prevents injuries. I know,
1: you were told wrong.
2: He doesn't drink all that water for nothing.
1: Do you listen to all snake oil salesmen? No. I okay. We got questions to finish up this podcast with. By yeah. the way, go on Twitter. We always ask for questions every week. So it's sometime around late Sunday when we're taping the game day podcast, and then Wednesday afternoon, we always like to take questions. We like to interact with our listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Off Day Pod. At Off Day Pod. We're still fighting for. I don't know what we're fighting for because we're never going to win it. But it's a steak dinner with some surf and yeah. I think we could stuff. probably go
2: somewhere a nice, seafood joint.
1: Yeah, we're never going to get it because those hockey – I think the hockey guys are buying subscribe uh, followers, but that's a different topic for a different day. Um, Questions? Also subscribe. I got one. Wait, I got one. to subscribe.
2: Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, yes. Google Play, all that good stuff. We like it, review it, do all that stuff. It helps us. Bobby Smith, R.S. Pats fan. Hey, Bobby. If Antonio Brown does not get suspended or cut and all the Patriots receivers stay healthy and productive, what will they do with Nikhil Harry when he's
1: eligible to come off the IR list? Leave him on IR. I agree. Uh, he will have a total yeah. redshirt year because the way the all-line is is going, you're certainly circling Bring Isaiah Wynn as is one. So, like, so you really only have one other spot? Correct. And like who you, knows what? Like happens? you said last week, you know
2: like, you know, Patrick Chung could get right. pe- like another player could Stephon get Stephon Gilmore. Right. Michael Bennett. You only get two. Sony Michelle. And right now, with what they have, if Nikhil Harry was on the roster, yeah. he probably wouldn't be active. My on guess game is base. Nikhil
1: Harry will not be seen this year, based on how the cards are sort of playing out early on. If now I have to read the cards. Now, if
2: they reach the deadline that has them like needing to get all their players back off of IR in order to return,
1: maybe you bring Harry back just so we can practice. I don't think so. I don't think we're going to see him. All right, I think it's red shirt year for Nikhil Harry. Okay. Um. We had another one from my friend Eldred, who actually just asked that very question: Nikhil Harry going to see the field this year?" You already Simple, said no. short answer: No. Um, with the Super Bowl in Miami, do the Patriots need a new kicker for the big game come February? Because that's a Patriots problems in Miami. Everybody talks about the heat. Uh, we should say Bill Belichick, Tom Brady said it was the hottest game they've ever taken part in. Um, down in Miami, we saw those makeshift shades on the sidelines. Thanks, Matt Patricia. Uh, I love the Dolphins giving themselves a home field advantage. Bill Belichick covers. does, too. It's tremendous. It is so cool. Um, but do we need a new kicker? No. You're not going to get a better kicker. No, you don't need a new kicker. Because if you go to the Super Bowl, even in the Super Bowl, you'll probably blowing them out because you're that damn good. So the Patriots shouldn't look at kickers and their splits kicking in Miami? Uh, I would look at... You no. Know, <laughs> is that a thing? Pro Football Focus probably has it. Um, I would look at kickers uh, for the offseason, though. I think it might be time to think about although he signed a pretty good deal. I think it's two, well, two years after Guaranteed, right, this. basically? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. So Brady can't get a long-term guaranteed deal, but the kicker, but the kicker can. can as he ages. Terrible. Um, I got a lot of personal questions. Do you miss PFW in progress? That's not even a show anymore. It's gone. Yep. Do I miss, Do you miss the Do miss Patriots PFW? Unfiltered? Uh, no, I wasn't really a fan of Patriots Unfiltered. It lost no? its way after PFW in progress. Do I miss the PFW crew? Of course I do. And my boys. I was with them for years. Who do you miss the most? Uh, Paul. Paul. Who do I miss the least? Eric. <laughs> I didn't even make you ask. I miss I miss Mike Deso more than Eric, and I never worked with Mike Deso. He replaced me. Eric will never listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Why are you give me that you face? did work with Mike. I know, and I miss him more. <laughs> uh, I did one show with him in the preseason, uh, and I like him better. Um... What was that other question? There was a couple of good ones. Uh, best Last, little spoiler: we, we might get some of those guys on
2: this podcast.
1: Oh yeah, not Eric, never, right? Paul. Yeah, we might get Megan. Paul. Maybe, maybe Megan, Mike. We'll see. Fred. Well, I don't think Fred will ever come on. Best and Wertz. This is from James Pettigrew, a longtime listener of PFWPU. Uh, We've actually man. got. I will. I will say, Andy's followers have come aboard. Oh yeah, I've noticed. Well, the beauty of podcasts is you have time to pop in a 30-minute podcast in your drive or whatever. I don't, I'm not asking you to commit to five days a week of four hours of radio to listen no. to me. Just listen to us. We're building a following. I think you'll like it. As long as you like me beating up on Ryan and his dumb comments. You haven't right? done that this much. No, episode. not as much. Uh, best and worst sports teams you could imagine covering. Location, team, weather, commute, whatever would make it awesome and terrible. Keep it in North America. Clearly, covering North Korean soccer would suck. Guess it would. <laughs> Although no, because if I'm covering them, it probably means I'm in with the government, right? Probably. Um, best team you could cover. Mine's not a team. Covering golf. Ugh. Why? So you want to travel all that?
2: Yeah. Much? Think about it. You get to go to a nice spot every tournament week. Tournament to tournament. Oh, yeah. Bring you your bring your family. Travel. Bring your family.
1: How much are you making here? You bringing your family to every tournament? If the company's paying for it, why do you think they're paying for it? Why would they, Why would they travel your family? <laughs> makes no sense. You're away from your family for half the year. Yeah. Right now it's all right. Apparently Ryan doesn't like his wife all that much. Different topic for a different day. Uh, worst. Ooh. This one?
2: <laughs> <laughs> one? One could be made. No. Um.
1: I think it'd be much worse. because Oh, baseball is the worst. Any baseball team. This Red Sox team, actually. No. <laughs> I don't know the exact team, but it would be a baseball team that isn't good and has an A-hole manager. And in a terrible city. And in a terrible city. And I bet you that exists somewhere. There's got to be a bad baseball team with an A-hole manager in a bad city. Because that schedule sucks. Yes. I mean, that leads to divorce. Literally. It ruins families because you're on the road all the time. And you're
2: gone from 2 o'clock until midnight, seven days a week. No thanks. Good
1: question. Um, I um, would uh, say the best for me would be this one because I'm a local boy and I don't don't want to travel anywhere else. So (laughs) I just want to live where I live and enjoy what I enjoy. Um, And then anything that had Bo Jackson on the team would be. Nice, close second. Uh, This is from Jay Depocki, Justin, and Rima at something. Uh, Hey, Jumbo Hart, do you see the O-line being the biggest concern for the season? So far, yes. Well, yes, you do. You wrote a column on it. Yes, I am concerned. I believe in the idea of fatal flaws. Teams sometimes have fatal flaws that derail them even when they're good. Um, This feels like if this team has a fatal flaw, it's going to be the offensive line. Now, they've been lucky that they've been relatively healthy on the line, so it's sort of just kind of... Coming due. The bill was coming due because most teams deal with some offensive line injuries. What are you touching over there? I'm trying to find questions. Oh. Serious
2: question. This is from the wolf, Captain Mike 2-4. Serious question. Does Brown have to wear his clothes in his house?
1: No. <laughs> I don't care if he wears his clothes or not. Now, if there's people working for you around and probably, maybe painting, probably not a good idea. You probably want to have some pants on. <laughs> It's a general rule of thumb. Which, by the way, that allegation... We didn't even touch on that. The Sports Illustrated story that came out this week that didn't really have a lot more of um, criminal um, activities. Yeah, just a lot
2: of shady stuff. He's a bad dude,
1: right? Not a a genuine, loyal guy. Don't work for him. If you're a woman, I wouldn't want to be around him because I don't think he treats women with respect. I think he has some bad ideas, but um, nothing really borderline sexual assault or harassment sexual misconduct misconduct he denied it through his um, representation. representation but you know the issues I have what was the mural of himself? my guess would be yes that's a
2: sign right there bad dude he what bit on that Ego maniac. yes cuckoo chew. but the patriots knew what they were getting with this guy you know
1: the flip side of that is what he's got a phenomenal smile
2: you ever noticed that? No. Like no, he I has one of those
1: smiles that just like light up a room. So he gets—that's how he gets away with all this Maybe stuff. Maybe you look at it. I want you to notice his smile. Well, I don't know. He's I got re- these glistening white teeth. We don't really see him in the
2: locker. Room. I've, I've never actually seen him. He hasn't
1: talked yet. I have never seen him with my own eyes. I haven't been to practice because I'm not allowed to go to practice. You are. No, only one person per outlet. You could have gone twice last week. One.